Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome back, everybody. Hour three of In This League on the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Yes, I am back. I know I took the week off uh, of live entertainment for you guys. That meant also that Casey Bubba was off for a week, but we are both back talking hour three. You can follow him on the Twitter at BDNTrick. Bubba, what is going on, my man? Not much, man. Life is good. We got baseball. We got real baseball for the first time since we've been on the airwaves again. So it's a it's a beautiful thing that uh, life is feeling really darn normal these days. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to how normal it actually is in a second with uh, your squad there, the Giants. But uh, look, man, uh, opening day was a lot of fun for me. Obviously, I flew into Phoenix, got to saw the well, got to see the Welsh, and we were at the game where Seth Beer hit the walk-off three-run shot on National Beer Day. It was a a pretty uh, incredible moment and made, you know, I mean, look, the trip was worth it anyway. I I say I'm going for opening day, and opening day is fun, but I really just want to go see my buddies, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but um, what did you think of the Seth Beer homer? And, of course, I had to be forefront of your mind. Honestly, you were forefront of my mind. So, like, <laughs> people might think it's joking, but we spent enough time together. Like, my first thought was like, well, at least because at first, when you're getting no hit through six, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, what a oh, no. time. I'm like, I, I can just, I can yeah. picture Bogman right now. Like, I can just so picture it. He's like looking at all the fans trying to figure out what else he's going to do <laughs> this time. And um, next thing you know, like, they hit the walk off uh, home run with beer. And I'm just picturing just Bogman's whole lease on life changing. Like, oh, I could spend a week out here. This is great. I miss Arizona instead of like, <laughs> screw this place. So, um, yeah, I immediately did think of you. And I was like, that's pretty cool because it was looking pretty bleak there for a while. And then when you went back the next day, I believe it was bleak again. Oh, so, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah I went so. the next two days and it was, you know, no hit through seven yep. the, the next game and the loss and then lost again. But then at least by the time I got home, the game hadn't started. So I got to watch the whole game, uh, the whole Sunday game from my home and just get crushed, you know, and then also lost yesterday. So one in four to start the year. Hey, so, you're one. You're one in two. You're doing good. Yeah, not not a great start. Uh, you know, gonna be a long year for sure. But uh, I mean, look, we got we have so much to talk about. So we'll get to we'll get to baseball in a second, right? There's gonna be a ton of baseball. So I watched 
zero seconds of the Masters because I was traveling and I also don't care about golf, as everyone knows. But I know the Masters is a huge tournament. I know Tiger. I actually, it's not true that I watched zero seconds because I was at a bar and I saw Tiger. Uh, you had no choice. Com- completely biff a putt. Well, it was honestly, it was pissing me off because we were walking d- up and down um, the bars in Phoenix before the game. And I walk into a bar on opening day for baseball and the Masters is on every single channel. Look, fine. I get people like the Masters, but it's opening day, 500 feet away from Chase Field, a baseball stadium. Can we maybe throw the Cardinals game on? You know, I mean, Jesus. First uh, time you've ever said that in your life. You, you know, well, look, I'm just saying, like, I want to watch baseball all day when baseball is on. That That's what I want to do. I don't want to any golf. But the Masters was on. Tell me what happened, because I have no idea who won or what happened or if there was any drama. Well, El Tigre moves the needle, Bogman, more That's than right. Major League Baseball opening day. That's just Apparently, the proof of it all. At least for but, local bars. But uh, but Tiger made the cut, which was huge, and uh, you could tell he's not ready to play a full, full uh, you know, four rounds of golf right now because he was as the weekend went on, he was getting beat up and beat up and beat up. Just not looking good. Had a rough Saturday, but it was good to see him back out there. But the uh, the story of the week was Scotty Scheffler who. Coming into the Masters, had won three of his last five golf tournaments, took over number one ranking in the world uh, last week. And then he goes out and wins the Masters and, like, wins Man. it easily, smokes the field. Just, like, it was one of the more impressive things I've seen. I've talked about it with a few guys. Um, and he was just – he looked like he'd be in trouble, and then he just hit the shot, and you're like, you got to be – you just got to be kidding me. Like, he was yeah. – he is so locked in. It was so beautiful. It was windy as heck on Saturday, I believe it was. And he was him and like two guys are the only ones that kind of survived that day. Um, so it was it was fun golf. Augusta, if you're a golf fan, is just awesome. Like it's fun to watch. I got to watch a little bit Saturday and Sunday. I didn't get to watch nearly as much as I would like, but um Scheffler won. Uh Tiger made his uh, triumphant return. There was just good good golf overall. Nothing, nothing crazy storylines off the top of my head that you would care about, but uh, that's the gist of it. So no uh no drama, no no. No, no one fell down the stairs. Uh, no bunting. <laughs> no. Although I guess the funny thing is, is like if you uh, you could have going into Sunday because uh, Scheffler was doing so well, there was like prop bets to win by four or more strokes, and he went into the 18th hole uh, up five, and he double bogeyed it because he missed two short putts, and so he only won by three. So that made some people pretty pumped. Yeah, so I took the prop bet, but uh, he was nervous. There's stories about him like, uh, like stressed out and crying. And his wife had to calm him down Sunday morning because it was just a, it was a wild one. It's I told someone on Saturday when I was watching. Who was this them, that was stressed out and crying? Scott Scheffler, the guy oh, that won. Sh- the guy that won. Uh, okay, I told yeah. I told someone That's on Saturday. Well, when you're up big, I said he'd rather probably be tied or down right now because when you're yeah. up like when you're up like five or six, strokes, all you can it's do like, is choke. Exactly. He's like, just don't screw this up instead of staying aggressive and doing things like now it's like, OK, don't don't mess up because you'll be the laughing stock forever type thing. Yeah. And it, it got to Falcons. him. And that's why like, he, he even admitted that's why he missed those putts on 18, because those are easy putts for him. And he was just missing them. And yeah, people started just like applauding him and laughing and he felt better. Just nailed the next one. But it's um, <laughs> it just goes to show you they're human. It was a great story. And I was happy for him. He's a good dude. He's a normal dude. He's not like a you know pretty boy. Like. He's, he's just a weird, good dude that uh, got the job done from Texas. He's a Texas boy. Not a boy. So uh, four of Great his last name, six Scott. golf tournaments. Yep. Great Scotty. name. Like he goes that. by Scotty, though. He goes, he's like, must be like a mama's boy. So I don't Scotty. Know. Yeah. No, he's probably yeah. the youngest, you know. Yeah. 
So, uh, I mean, I have people in my life that will only refer to me as Scotty, and I don't, it doesn't make any difference to me. I don't care. So, uh, I think if I went by it, I'd probably sound like a child, but, you know, uh, to each their own. But we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking some baseball. Golf is done and over with. We don't need to talk about it anymore. So, we'll be back right after this break to talk some baseball. Let's go. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home. The place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. I use the side door. And after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Tell but, me. Space out? I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Would you be a good sport and indulge us and just tell us a little more? Let me tell you something about In This League. We're going to talk about some baseball. And let me tell you, we already talked about my walk-off win in Arizona on opening day. My walk-off win. How about your walk-off win on opening day? Because I text Spore. Spore is our buddy. He's a Tigers fan. I said, you know what's great? And he said, what? And I said, walk-off opening day wins because the Tigers also walked off on opening day. So a lot of opening day fun action, and the Giants were a big part of it. Yeah, they were. They've uh, it's been an up and down start to the season. Let's put it that way. But uh, the walk off style, our opening day was obviously Friday, not Thursday like the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. But it was a wild one because I was golfing with some buddies. We had it. We had it playing over the phone through the app, so we could listen to it. We were either going to go to the game or golf, and we chose golf. But um, it was a close, close second. And um, it was wild. It's like oh, they're cruising, they're cruising. Oh, Duvall's in on the ninth. Sweet. And then boom, boom, boom. Jazz Chisholm, my dog. So it was yeah. kind of like it was like it was a bittersweet. Also, Doval, my dog. Yeah, it was who bitter- I I have yeah. rostered Doval in I think maybe every single league I have, and I was like, this dude's getting the first save opportunity. I'm gonna look like a genius. Yeah, it's and- like you're about to drop him in every league too. Um, but yeah, Chisholm goes deep, and I'm like, okay, it's bittersweet. But we got time. We got time. Even our buddy Ryan Bloomfield's texting me going, man, this is gonna be great for you. 
you get the Chisholm home run and the Giants are going to come back and win, aren't they? And I'm like, let's hope so. And then next thing you know, if I Estrada with the bomb, they go extras, they walk it off. It was a beautiful way to start the season. It really was because it's not Giants baseball without what we what Dwayne, Dwayne Hyper phrased years ago as torture. That's how the Giants do things. It's never easy in San Francisco. So it was a fitting start to the season. Yeah, you know, what's funny is when we're walking out of the ballpark, uh, there was a buzz in the air at Chase Field, which won't be felt probably for years to come, to be honest with you. But like, you know, uh, uh, Seth Beer in his first opening day at bat, cranking a three-run homer or game, not at bat, but cranking a three-run homer on National Beer Day, which I didn't even know was National now Beer Day. Now, that's pretty cool. Like, that's... Yeah. I mean, it was it was crazy. And then we're walking out and the Welsh is like, that's got to be the best moment you've ever had here. Right. And I was like, well, I mean, come on, man. I was at game seven of the World Series here, uh, you know, so that was bigger. And he's like, OK, how about opening day? And I was like, well, we walked off the Giants a couple of years ago on opening day because Melanson blew a save. And in that game, I believe that was Bumgarner's last opening day start for the Giants. And in that game. Bumgarner threw six perfect innings, had two homers because there was no DH yet, too. He's having an amazing game, and Melanson completely hosed him, which is why I am not the biggest Mark Melanson fan is because I've seen him screw stuff up. And by the way, he has been miserable through yeah. two appearances with Very the bad. Diamondbacks so far. Just god-awful, and that was who, the big who, money. Okay. I know this isn't like strictly a fantasy show. Who's their backup? Uh, Ian Kennedy. <sighs> Yeah, okay. that's where we're at. <laughs> Dude, their other big uh, signing was Oliver Perez. I know. I saw that. I was watching. because I always, Oliver I always Perez my... is 40. He's older I than always... me, dude. Well, that's why I laugh. I always have my MLB at bad app, and I'm like, you know, I'll check games as they're going on. Oh, there's a couple guys on base. Let's see who does. I see Oliver Perez is pitching, yeah. and I'm like, is this an independently game? Like, what I... the heck is going on here? Is so... this the Birmingham Barons? Is Michael Jordan coming out of the, <laughs> the corn here in a minute? <laughs> I believe. That Oliver Perez's goal is to have a jersey from every single team in Major League Baseball. He's trying to one up Bartolo Colon, minus all the kids, probably. Yeah, and the extra family and the huge yeah. gut. So yeah, yeah it, exactly. So I don't I, look. God bless him. He's still making a living in, in the major He's league. Probably so. making like two to three million dollars a year to do. Yeah, like, just to I, come I in and, and play him. terrible. Uh, I mean, who cares? If he, That's why if, there's a lesson in life, people. If you have a boy, we well, can have a girl too nowadays. I don't care. Whatever. But teach him how to throw left-handed. Yeah, left-handed <laughs> in a heartbeat. Right. That's exactly right. That's all you want is if he could throw ninety. And he's left-handed. He'll probably make the bigs. That's just, you know, at least as a, as a crappy reliever like Oliver Perez. So yep. uh, that is the lesson to be garnered here. But look, your team has obviously been mired in a little bit of controversy uh, over the last uh, couple days. Obviously, now this is Saturday. We're recording this on Wednesday uh, afternoon. But the um, you had two huge things happen. Um, the first one was... The, um, you know, coach got uh, ejected. The first base coach for the Giants, uh, Anton Richardson, right? Is that out? Uh, yeah. Okay. So Anton Richardson and then uh, Alyssa Nakin takes over at first base. Nakin. Nakin, excuse me. Uh, I grew Nacken. up with the family. They're, they're close to me. Okay. My bad. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> uh, Alyssa Nakin. Okay. So Alyssa Nakin uh, takes over at first. And it was so weird, by the way, because I wasn't watching that game. And I see... Um, a female first ever female coach on field after uh Richardson gets ejected blah 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 and I see a picture I'm like 
what jersey is she wearing? Is this a Guardians jersey? Is this a you know City Connect baby? Those are some ugly City yeah. Connect jerseys. They are. You, bad. you must. You missed my tweet then because I did. They they wore them last year, and it was something. Were they that? Line. Were the same thing? That bad? Yeah, the same exact ones, and uh, they're hideous. But they're eight and one in them last year, and they okay. they were they were hitting last night. As you know, we're recording on Wednesday. As you said, Tuesday night they were hitting. And I said. Something about these ugly, ugly A jerseys. They just continue to rake when they wear them. So yeah. wear them all the time. I don't care. Yeah, who cares? Put on an ugly jersey if it's good luck. Who, who yeah. gives a crap? I don't care. You know, um, nah, I, I don't I, I don't know. I kind of like all the Diamondbacks uniforms. I know that there's a bunch of people that hated the purples. There's a bunch of people that hate the current ones. Uh, I don't know. I think they're all kind of fine. I don't, I don't like the serpentines. I'll say that uh the because that's just like a beige it looks like a padres uniform to me yeah so uh it's not my favorite but anyway speaking of the padres um giants are up nine runs Maurizio dubon bunts uh it, it causes a big controversy and then there's other things with it with richardson and and uh, uh you know uh the manager of the Padres. who is is it it's not tingler anymore right it's um no, oh it's, it's bob melvin bob uh, Melvin, yes yeah so um and then the I, wonderful third base coach Schilt, the old Cardinals manager. Oh, that's right, Mike Schilt. That's who it was. Mike he Schilt. was talking all kinds of trash. Yeah, he said control that mf'er. I believe was, mm -hmm. was his words. Uh, Richardson took exception to that, thinking it had undertones. Yep. Uh, um, I don't know if it had undertones uh, at, at all. I have no idea what lives in Mike Schilt's heart. You know, uh, <laughs> maybe he's a racist. Uh, he he definitely could be. I, I have no. Could idea. Could just be an old white. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is like the, yeah, well, there's an old white doing old white things. Right. Yeah. It's Clint oh, Eastwood in, in Gran Torino right there, folks. Go that get is funny, dude. Oh, yeah. Wow. Gran Torino. Yikes. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, th there's controversy in this game. So just your thoughts. You're a Giants fan. You obviously saw what happened. I mean, it's not a good look for anybody here outside of Nacken, you know, which is great. Mm -hmm. And Eric Hosmer went over and shook her hand after being a complete crybaby in the uh, the Diamondback series the whole time. Just huge, giant crybaby was Eric Hosmer, but <laughs> did the right thing, shook, shook her hand. It was, it was a great moment. It was a great moment in baseball. You know, this is baseball history being made. Mm -hmm. But then First you ever. have this other thing that we thought we're past this. We should be. And it seems like we're not. So it, it's it's just it's a hard moment to you're happy for Nacken and, and what happened there. I mean, you know, uh, I think most people are. And, but this other nasty thing happens and it kind of ruins this moment. So it's just um, it, it seems like one step forward and two steps back here. So your thoughts as a Giants fan. Welcome to the USA. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it. Uh, it was awesome to see her out there because like in spring training, she coached first place a lot. And yeah. my dad actually was down here here on Saturday and we were talking about it. I said, I wonder if she can get to coach this year. Like I pure speculation. Yeah. I'm like, it's pretty cool because um, just the storyline and everything in general is great. So glad she got to do that. She's very humble about it. The media around the hometown is nuts right now, apparently over all this, but uh, we'll see where that one goes. Briefly, Padres, coaches, garbage human beings. I'm going to say that right now. That that stuff's bad. I, I have not uh, liked Bob Melvin. For Bob while, Melvin's so. an, a tool, and Schilt, there's a reason why even with winning records, Schilt got fired. Let's yeah. just put it that way. There's something behind the curtains there. That's why he got they got fired. I'll give you my full thoughts in a little bit because we have to hit break. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is a – the Padres are garbage. Yeah, look. Uh, and sorry, San Diego. That. I know you're listening. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. But we will take a break and, uh, you know, talk a little more in depth about this on the other side. So stick with us. We'll be right back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In this league. Somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. Full shirt. Holy mother forking shirt balls. Welcome back, everybody, in this league on the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm your host, Scott Bogg. Follow me on Twitter at Bogg Sports. Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash ITL Army, where we got all kinds of great goodies for you. We got rankings. We got group me rooms. I'm going to be doing a live stream for all three days of the NFL draft coming up here at the end of the month. I can't believe it's so close. It feels like it's still two more months away, but it is we are right on the precipice of it. So um, Bubba and I got offered a job. For that as well where, which where were where were you sitting when i text you that picture like what were you doing in that moment um, Just out of so i'm sitting on my buddy's couch in phoenix that i'm staying with and i'm like we might have just got a pretty weird job offer <laughs> so uh and you told me about it you're like i got this email i'm like oh man i can get that email that's pretty cool and then i checked my email i'm like i did get that email so i wonder what list we're on here uh which is funny because i don't think welsh got it but um it, it was uh just to you know we'll peel the curtain back here it was to live stream the nfl draft from a strip club like from the main stage from the main stage with like our drinks and food accommodated and like everything just right so entertainment still going on around us it wouldn't have stopped (laughs) uh seemed like a dream job but i think because we both work for weird companies now or different companies you know probably probably not look good especially for one that i look at that's had some issues so uh with people there so you know uh, yes yep so probably not a good look so maybe we should email maybe we should email one of those guys Oh, they, well, I don't know. Are they welcome? I don't think they would be. 
So, uh, <laughs> yikes. But anyway, uh, we're talking, <laughs> speaking of yikes, we're talking about uh, this scenario in San Francisco that happened on Tuesday evening where Alyssa Nacken, first MLB woman to ever coach on field ever because Richardson got uh, booted from the game. He got booted because he reacted to something with some racial uh, undertones, according to him. And uh, the comment was this MFR. That is what it was. Now, I did. It's funny because I saw this and I thought back to a Diamondbacks game. Like everything, I relate everything to the Diamondbacks because that's the team I watch. Because you most. love pain. Um, yes. Yeah. Because I'm emo, apparently. But um, so there was a scenario where uh, the D backs are in St. Louis playing the Cardinals and Yadier Molina is getting these strike calls because he's one of the best framers in the history of baseball, right? He is, um, he's grabbing the ball. He's moving it a little bit after the, the catch, and they're getting these calls. It, it's, uh, I can't remember who the umpire was, but Tori Lavolo comes out. He's screaming at this umpire, and he points at Yadier, and he kept saying, that MF, you're going to give that MF for extra strikes? That's not what he needs at all. And so he says it like three times, and Molina got up and got in Tori Lavolo's face. And, and uh, you know, and you could see the look on Lavolo's face because he puts his hands up as soon as Molina gets in front of him. He puts his hands up and he goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, you can read his lips. <laughs> like, he, he's not saying that mf for to Molina. What he's saying is, is Molina's already so good and you're going to give him extra strikes. That's not what he needs. Yeah. You, you know, he doesn't need extra strikes. What are you doing? He's yelling at the umpire. It has nothing to do with Molina. But this was more pointed and because this is kind of what I'm trying to point out. It's the same words, mm -hmm. but it's a different scenario using the words and it felt different to uh, to the, the first base coach here. So, um, you know, you were kind of talking about it. It was a really cool moment, kind of marred by this other moment. Like you said, welcome to America. But um, you know, anything else you want to follow up with on, on this uh, subject? Because we are running into dicey area here. So. Yeah, no, I'm going to just talk about it real quick. Is um, I do like the Padres, just don't like Shilton Melvin. I just want to clarify yeah. that for the San well, Diego do, listeners. Okay, just real quick on Melvin. Yeah. Uh, when Seth Beer comes up on opening day against the Padres, I said they got to walk Beer now. Lefty on righty power, like you don't want you don't want to throw to Beer here, and they didn't three run homer. And this is what Bob Melvin's been doing for years. Yep. He's not a good manager. Yep. No, he's not. Um, but I, I just want to clarify a couple of things. So, when because uh, Dubon bunted, but also Austin Slater stole a base, so that right. was part of the controversy. And um, it was really good because Dubon bunted comes back to the dugout, and that's when all the comments were happening. Yeah. And then there's like video of Kapler taking him down the tunnel, like kind of like, hey, 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 taking him down the tunnel, talking to him. So then everybody's speculating, like even like guys on Twitter were videoing it, saying, "Oh, Kapler's mad too," and blah blah blah. Kapler came out afterwards and defended his guy. He told him, good for you. Do your thing. It's like, hey, if they're going to keep playing, we got to keep putting up runs, which is true. We've heard Belichick say that for years with the yeah, Patriots. Yeah, Nick Saban has yeah. said it for years. Until we there's a forfeit button, you right. got to play the game. Like, it's that simple. Um, the one thing I will say, like you said, we won't, like, bury this too much, but two things that have really stuck out to me so far this season, and it happened even in that game, there's way too many position players pitching right now. Way yeah, too many. Dude, you have, you have three games roster Carson spots. Kelly was in there. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a there's been at least Deep two Gordon. guys each of the last two days. Yeah. It's been crazy. And the other thing I'll mention is before today's game that is playing right now as we record, um, Schilt and the first base coach, I just totally blanked again. Richardson. Um, 
right? They met they met before the game. They showed him on camera and stuff, talking and shaking hands, and they both said like okay. this is this is squashed. We're good. But all it was right. like a heat, a heat of the moment thing. So it's you that's like all taken good. care of. So whatever speculations there, it's done. But uh, my biggest gripe is I hate these guys that get mad that there's these unwritten rules and stuff, and it's just it's it's ridiculous. But um, if, if, if there needs to be a rule, then write the rule down. Yeah, know? then make then make a forfeit button, right? Make a, it, or make say a, make you a know 15 what? run mercy rule or something. I don't care. Yeah, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that should be the thing because you know, like you said, position players are throwing, and uh, that's a bunch of nonsense. You know, mm-hmm. when Carson Kelly's out there throwing game three or four of the season, it's just well, you think D Gordon was pitching in Atlanta yeah. last night. He threw the slowest pitch in Major League history. In Major really? League history, at 43 miles an hour, I believe I saw. And it was just like, this is ridiculous. And you got Albies going deep. You had Sheldon Noyce taking um, Brett Phillips deep for a grand slam on uh, Monday. It's just like, it's dumb. It's dumb. Yeah. But it's it, they don't get mad when they hit home runs, but they get mad if they bunter steal. Right. Yeah. It, it's just, um, it's strange rules, like you said. And I, you know what I think is another part of it? I mentioned this on ITL uh, on the, the Fantasy Baseball Show, so apologies if you guys have already heard this. But my my thought, too, was that the reason that we're seeing so many little squabbles already is because you haven't really been able to fight or get angry for two years, honestly. Like, a lot of pent-up aggression. Because if you fought in 2020, it was a major fine. We saw the Astros and Dodgers get into a big fight, and a bunch of dudes got fined and suspended because COVID, right? And there's no vaccine at that point, and there were no, you know, people were still very weary uh, about, you know, uh, player contact and all that stuff. Uh, No spitting. Remember all those weird rules. So, um yeah, that and then last year it didn't get much better. You know, the rules were still in place of, you know, no extra contact, all that stuff. There were some fights, but now this year that they're not even testing, nobody really cares. You know, now it's on. Now you can if you get buzzed inside, you can go run at the pitcher and know that you're not gonna get a hundred thousand dollar fine for I mean, you know, if you do something really bad, you will. But you know, i I think that's gotta be a little bit of it too. Do you think that has anything to do with it? A bit. A bit. There's more of a the old school, like, you know, you do something, I'm gonna, you know put my chest out like a peacock and see what happens. But um, we'll see. Actually, we saw a, a bases clearing brawl in or a dugout clearing brawl between what was it? The Mets and the Phillies. I think yeah. it was. Yeah. That because was the, um, the door got hit in the face. So Alonzo, there's be- beaming everybody. And um, luckily somehow the Mets didn't retaliate. I thought Soto was going to wear one, but yeah. that, that did not happen. So there was enough for the, um, the fighting, but not the, throwback so we'll see what happens it's gonna be interesting yeah it was um you know it's it, there's been a lot of animosity early in the season so pent up aggression as you said i think that's, that's a right. very very good point and there's ways to fix that bogman you know how to do this that's and right it's Sometimes very you just got to get the poison out so uh long showers people you'll be that's okay. right that's right so my uh i i have a question because i think the welsh and i have a philosophical philosophical difference on this now as well um Pulling pitchers early in the season when they have a no-hitter or perfect game. We saw Clay Kershaw get lifted on Wednesday with 13 strikeouts, seven innings, only 80 pitches. Perfect, too. It wasn't no-hitter. It was perfect. perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. We saw Darvish get yanked from a no-hitter. We've seen a couple other guys get yanked with no-hitters early in the year because, look, um, guys that have been left in early in the season to get that no-hitter or perfect game have had injuries. The whole thing with Darvish, he almost uh, had a perfect game against the Astros on an opening day a while back. It was one of his first opening day starts. Uh, I believe he's on the Cubs. 
and uh, Marwin Gonzalez ripped one up the middle with two uh, two outs in the ninth. So it was eight and two thirds, no hit. And then he got yanked immediately after that hit. But he got injured that year, uh, of course. So I think we're seeing a, a track record of guys throwing too many pitches early in the year, and they get yanked even if they have a no hitter. So where where do you stand in terms of? Do we need to not yank these guys? Is it okay in certain scenarios? Or do you want to see a guy go out there and try to get his perfect game or no hitter? See, it sucks. Like, I'd love to see them go get it, but I understand it now, and I'm kind of for the pulling of it, which really sounds bad to say. Because with how much money's on the line now, for yeah. the, especially on this season where there's a quick ramp up and you don't know how much their arms are really ready for this type of situation. Yeah, guys like Darvish, who has had injury histories. Kershaw, obviously an injury concern. Right. Um, it's tough to just say, go get them boys. Uh, if this was obviously June or July, I'd be very angry, but I can't blame the teams for this right now. It sucks. I would love to see Kershaw get a perfect game as much as I get the Dodgers because Kershaw's awesome, but I'd rather see Kershaw come out now and hopefully pitch a full season. So it's a very gray area. Um, you're never going to win either way if you're the coach. Yeah. And it's honestly amazing. Dave Roberts made the right decision. <laughs> um yeah look i i agree with i agree with all that you just don't want these guys to get hurt i think that's yeah. kind of the bottom line in the end it's a business folks unfortunately yeah, yeah. And, and um but i mean also like you these guys don't want to get hurt and then not play the rest of the year you know yep. so um but and you can't leave it up to them because if you leave it up to the player every single time they're going to say they're fine every time right. not 100 out of 100 there's no instances where they're going to uh, take a break. So uh, we're, but we are going to take a break right now. When we come back, we'll be talking a little more baseball. So stick with us. It's in this league on the sports grid. Sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 seven as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering, real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more want the edge. Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The snozberries taste like snozberries. I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. Littering and... Littering and... Um, littering and... Uh, littering and smoking the... In this league. Break it down. Welcome back. 
back, everybody. Hour three of In This League on the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. Follow me on the Twitter, at Bogman Sports. Joined by Casey Bubba, at Bediantric Bubba. Tell everyone where they can find all your great and amazing work across the interwebs because you are doing a lot these days, tons and tons of work. Let's hear it. I'm so flattered that you, you phrase it that way. But uh, the Bench with Bubba podcast, for those that keep track at home, uh, two to three times a week for you, uh, for your fancy baseball needs, MLB DFS Quick Hits Monday through Friday mornings for you, for your DFS needs, written content at rotoballer.com, at fantasypros.com, and fantraxhq.com. Um I think that's all my baseball always pressing pga dfs podcast uh, for golf as well and there's probably something i'm forgetting so just follow me on twitter at bdentric <laughs> but you'll get all the goods there i got stuff pretty much every day of the week for you so one way or another you know what i got coming up here mock draft chapters Black oh it chapters. is that time of the year it's your turn that's right that's right yeah. so i'm assuming you're doing dynasty like draft targets and defense i'm doing idp and rookies yeah, yeah. that's uh that's what we do. That's what we do for old And Joey. what what so, days it do? May fifteenth. So. Okay, so that means May fourteenth. Don't talk to Bogman because he'll be doing it. <laughs> uh, correct. Yeah, I, I know. I, I know how this goes. So just gonna throw it out there. I Maybe do, the thirteenth. We'll give him a benefit of the doubt here. Right. A couple of days. <laughs> when I'm when I'm working on stuff like that, uh, I'll I'll rewrite it three or four times if I give myself enough time. So I do, I like to work myself into a corner and then get it done. That That's how we, we like to do that stuff because I will, uh, I'll overdo it. You know, the, he had to make the print smaller in my sections the first year I did it because I went so long. So oh, let's listen to this guy. Listen so, to this uh, guy. I, so uh, we will not be uh, 50% of the black book this season. We, we will make it smaller, I promise. But that's a, that's a code for saying he wasn't going to get 50% of the profits. So he's like, I'm not writing <laughs> anymore. Well, also, yes, you know. <laughs> um, but we're talking baseball here. And uh, look, there's been some hot starts. And uh, I would love to calm everyone down who is upset about a bad start or uh, uh, really happy about a great start because baseball will absolutely humble you. Mm-hmm. It'll humble you when you thought a guy was terrible. It'll humble you when you thought a guy was the best ever in the bee's knees. So right now, uh, all of the fervor is on guys like Stephen Kwan, Seiya Suzuki, who are absolutely uh, eating up pitching. I mean, Suzuki hit a, a multi-homer game the other day. He's already got three homers. Uh, Jose Ramirez has been crushing it, and he's been in some trade rumors right now, which is just strange. But let's get your thoughts on Kwan and Suzuki um, after we get your thoughts on hot starts and how to handle them. Yeah, that's a fun one. It's been a fun topic of conversation and articles and everything right now because it, it's all about his patience. Like, especially if you drafted these guys, you drafted them for a reason. Let's be realistic about it. Guys slump all the time. Um, hot starts, that means they're going to have a cold spell to bring it back to, to earth. That's just the way it goes. Like, Stephen Kwan's not going to hit 500 all year. It's not going to happen. So when he hits... If he finishes the season even at 300 that slump's gonna be he fun did finally strike out yesterday yeah i, think, so. I saw that Ladello finally got him on one so that was his first swing and miss and strikeout uh of the season so that was big didn't strike out in the spring either but um you know guys like kwan like suzuki it's just gonna be an up and down ride but the same thing like people are like oh ozzy albie's playing so bad i saw so many things the next day he doubles and homers like it's just right. you know mullins just hit a grand slam and now everyone's cool again it's just it's so <laughs> early in the season to get paranoid like i the only things i'm getting paranoid over is right now we're in the second time through the pitching rotation and some pitching has been atrocious right now like some bad pitching from some big oh. names and if i see like consistency and like velocity problems and stuff 
there I can start to get concerned. But when it comes to a hitter and most pitchers, I'm willing to kind of keep some patience at least till we get closer to May, or at least like May 1st, get a good sample in there, and then we can start really assessing. Like, obviously, if there's, you know, there's always, you know, different circumstances, but for the most part, I'm trying to exercise a bit of patience. Yeah. I mean, Jose Barrios couldn't get out of the first inning. You uh, Darvish gave up nine and yeah. whatever it was, an inning and a third the other day. Um, and look, those things, they're awful. I, you, you don't ever want to see. I have many, especially dynasty shares of you, Darvish. Um, you don't want to see that stuff. I have Barrios in a bunch of spots, too. I think Barrios was your dark horse for the Cy Young, wasn't he? So yep. and he's you never want to see a start like that. But, I, I mean, I, I feel like specifically Darvish give up eight. He's got to be tipping his pitches in a game like that. Right? It's either that or I, it's either that or I saw some smart people like I think it was Alex Fast, you know, was pitching pretty well. He said for the like, second straight start, it's been a heavy fastball arsenal, which is not his norm. So right. that means he's not doesn't have a feel for his other pitches. Could be the sticky stuff, um, yep. or there could be still an injury, a situation where he doesn't want to throw a bunch of sliders and, and off-speed pitches. Who knows? So that's another thing. Like you look at stuff like that, and that's where you kind of like a little red flag might come up like, Hmm, something's different. And why, what are we doing yeah. here? So, yeah. So, um, trading, I mean, this has to be right now, trade away season, not trade. You're trading away your hot starters and you're trading for bad starters. So uh, that is what you want to do right now. You want to sell high and buy low this mm -hmm. early in the season, every single time. Is there a hot start or two that you are buying? Are you buying into Quan and what he's doing? He's been great. Are you buying into Seiya and how he has been? I think these are more realistic hot starts than like, you know, I mean, the, you know, one that I always use because it just makes me so mad at my cousin traded uh, CC Sabathia for Chris Shelton. Remember when Chris Shelton? Oh, had a he huge was a Yerman Mercedes yeah. last year. Uh, you know, Pisa Pia has talked about a couple times as well. So like, you know, these guys that started hot um, and then, you know, Mercedes didn't even finish with the big league team. I don't know what the hell Chris Shelton's doing. He's probably yeah. coaching double A. I think Welsh looked it up and he is, he's coaching somewhere now. Uh, but uh, you know, don't buy into hot starts, especially less than three weeks is just yeah. absurd. Correct. Yeah, like I, I think Steven Kwan will be fine. He's gonna be a good OVP guy for a pretty good average, probably like 280, maybe 290. Um, but he's not gonna have a ton of power and speed. You'd be stoked if he got ten and ten, and that's just not like that's a it's a nice fantasy player, but not a fantasy like stud. So if you can get something for him now, go for it. I made a comparison on uh, the recent Bubba and the bat flip that we did on Tuesday night. We go over, we recap the week in Fab, and um, Kwan was a massive ad. Him, Josh Lowe, and then there was Connor Joe, and I said. At the end of the year, I want to see the difference between Connor Joe's numbers and Stephen Kwan's. Ooh, I guarantee I like you, they'll be like Joe won't run. I know that much, but power, runs, RBIs, average, they'll be a lot closer than people think. And if you look at the money spent in Fab, I know you asked trade, but it's still like an easy example to explain. Like people are spending anywhere from like fifty to two hundred bucks for Kwan, where the highest bid on Connor Joe is fifty-seven dollars in all NFBC leagues. Yeah. So it just makes you think like. You know, don't don't go crazy for these hot starts. Is basically the moral of the story here, and at least Joe's got a track record, so we can kind of see where he's at. Where these prospects, man, you're playing with fire. Like Welsh can tell you, 100. Yeah. It, it's it's some guys eventually come up and make it work. Some take a lot of time. It's a weird deal. Yeah, it it really is. It, it really is a weird deal. So you know, let's 
calm it down there. So, you know, you and I haven't gotten to talk shares. Who is your most, like, who do you have the most of on any roster? And it's always the the guys at the end of the draft because they're free. You can draft them. So it's never like, no one's going to, well, I have nine shares of Mike Trout. Okay, really? You pick ninth every single time in your drafts? That's crazy. So, uh, but who do you have the most shares of? I'm sure it's someone uh, lower down on the list. Yeah, because I do a lot of like draft champions, like draft and hold formats, and then also you can mix in the other drafts. But these guys are actually drafted in both formats for me. They're my two highest relevant roster players. So I'm like the back end guys. Jonathan Scope, ton of Jonathan Scope. Talked okay. about him, I think, on this show. Talked about him on a ton of shows. He went yard on Wednesday. He's good for 20 plus homers, like a 280 average. Like, just look at his numbers as consistent as they come. Jonathan Scope to me is a really good, like, middle infield buy yep. when you already yep. have swipes you know exactly. you don't need to get swipes out of that middle uh infield spot and like you said decent average with a little bit of pop uh hard to beat so i yeah. like that my other guy is uh same team i'm a detroit tigers fan apparently mm-hmm. but he got hurt on tuesday so i'm curious to see where it goes but robbie grossman ton of robbie grossman yeah. because he was going way too late for my because at that point the draft steals were getting harder and harder to come by he's still a guy that runs so i had a lot of robbie grossman so those my they both were tied for the same amount of shares on my roster uh, with scope and Grossman. I was hitting Grossman so hard over the head uh, in the preseason. I'm now getting tweets about, uh, you know, uh, what people people are upset that Robbie Grossman is struggling uh, so much. But dude, we're not even out of the second series yeah. as we're recording this of this season. Yep. Nobody's out of the second series yet. So it is just nuts to me the way that people. It's like I, I gotta assume the overreaction is people that are new to baseball. Pretty much, you know, uh, that that's gotta be it because the season is such a slog. You know, uh, if you want to bench those guys, bench them. Of yeah. course, you know, uh, slap them on the bench, even in a weekly format. You know, you can say, okay, I went two weeks with this guy. He's not hitting at all. I'm just gonna bench him and stash him until you know he starts to get it going. So I completely understand that. But just this overreaction city. It was like Joe Adele. Joe Adele had a horrible first weekend. Uh, he was not even starting. Trout gets scratched. Adele starts, gets a double and a homer. Yeah, like these guys. These guys are talented. They're just gonna take. Gotta get your, you know, your sea legs comfortable, basically, and you'll see what happens. Right. I mean, some of it is adjusting to a new place, especially guys, you know, getting in a new rhythm, uh, and guys moving leagues too, and seeing all new pitchers, and being in a new home ballpark, and. Uh, dealing with all that stuff and then their family there, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just a lot to deal with uh, in the opener. Are you going to go to any Giants games? How long has it been? I know it's expensive to get in there. Freaking um, crazy. Especially uh, when they're, you know, coming off of a 100-win season. Yeah. You know, well, I, they're they're giving away massive discounts. That's why we almost went to opening day. Like, I'm getting emails all the time about, like, discounted tickets, discounted tickets. So it's a lot of people not wanting to spend money on That's sports, what it is because it's so, so expensive to go there, man. We went for Father's Day last year. I got to take my daughter to her first game. So um, I'll probably take her again, or maybe let's go to San Jose Giants down the road. Like, I like yeah. those a bunch. Um, but I, I love going. It's, it's just – it's – it's, it's slog, getting so man. crazy. To, it's getting so crazy how much it costs to go to a Giants game now where I can watch it just fine on my TV, and then I just go to my bedroom and go to bed. Right, so yeah, it's kind you don't of have a, to deal with the traffic. Yeah, right? it's just a, it's tough. I really want to go to more games. Don't get me wrong. It's just it's not as incentivized as I once was, I guess. Yeah, and, and taking a kid, too, is a whole yeah. thing. Because if, and, if you take a kid, you know you're leaving early. Yeah, and I might you not be taking her to this one, but one game I really want to go to is I'm trying to get it figured out 
is they are retiring Will Clark's number this year. Oh, so Will I, 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 I need to be at that game. Yeah, yeah. You you better get tickets to that. You yeah, that's to. my He's goal. Hanging up, isn't he hanging up right behind you? That's Will, right? Yeah, that's Will right behind me. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, it, uh, absolutely. I mean, if you know, uh, they're retiring Goldie's number. I try to get back. You know, yeah. which they will be eventually. Eventually, I, I for sure, so. they have to. He was he was like, Luis Gonzalez, then Goldie. Those, those were like those were your Diamondbacks. Yeah, Randy is up there too. It's yeah. Randy and Luis right now. It's fifty-one and twenty are the two yeah. numbers that they've retired so far. So, uh, you know, and obviously every stadium has forty-two retired. So, which I I don't know. Like Jackie Robinson, they kind of got lost in the shuffle already. So yeah, it got looked over real quick because of everything that went down, which is surprising but, yeah and again does anything really surprise you with anything rob manfred does these days no he's an idiot like i'm yeah. just so sick of that guy and and i'm not like you know i know a lot of people hate goodell and i can get on that bandwagon there's uh you know I, a lot of people are going to start hating adam silver because the nba is in you know they're going to be in a labor negotiation process fairly soon here too so uh you know uh, there's going to be a lot of hate for him a- as well but i mean just uh I don't know that there's a more tone deaf uh, commissioner in sports than Rob Manfred. Yeah, by so, far the worst. By easily far the worst. The worst. Not even close. So, uh, but we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll end out the three hour tour of In This League on the Sports Grid. So stick with us right back to end it after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In this league. I thought we were going to be just friends. What? Friends listen to... In this league. In the dark. to follow us all on twitter at bogman sports for myself at bd entrick for casey bubba at is it the welsh for the welsh i wanted to ask you this to wrap up here bub uh we saw alec bohm uh you know mouth i effing hate this place about philly 
uh, when he got booed. And it's been a rough go for for him. And the last couple times the Phillies have brought someone up uh, to begin the season on opening day just hasn't worked out. Scott King, what is Scott Kingry doing right now? Remember, he was going to be the man. Maybe hanging out with John Singleton. Yeah, he's out in AAA, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, rolling doobies with John Singleton or something. I don't know what he's doing. So uh, it's just not great. But um, I don't hate Bohm for saying this uh you know i you wish he would have put his glove over his mouth and maybe mm-hmm. uh said it it would have made it easier for him uh but he backtracked and you know he did the daryl uh the daryl green and uh was uh backpedaling pretty fast there but what do you think about when a guy gets frustrated like this uh you know in a certain city Tell me one person that has not gone to their job throughout a day and yeah. at some point in time and says, I, I effing hate, hate this place. place. Yeah. Like, let's just be real. He's just on the national stage. And right. he is not one of the multimillionaires like some of the other guys that kind of should have to take it. <laughs> he was playing bad. He was hearing it. That's what Philadelphia does. You don't really like throw batteries at Santa Claus. That's what Philadelphia does. Right. But it and it was hilarious because Rotoware made a shirt that was amazing. And um, the very next day, Baum, I think, had a sack fly or something, and the place gave him a standing ovation. And he was just laughing. <laughs> and he was just laughing. He was just laughing so hard. And it's just one of those things. Your emotions get the best of you. He could have done yeah. a million things worse. He could have made a racial slur like some, uh, like Schilt or something. <laughs> but um, allegedly, yeah, allegedly, my bad. You, you yeah, forgot allegedly. to see the quotes on the camera. But um, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't blame Baum at all. He's a young kid. Motions got the best of him. He could have flipped off the crowd, like you know, you know. Oh yeah, uh, that's happened before. Harry Collins or something. Like, Jason there's so Kidd. many things that could have happened. So yeah, I, I, I wouldn't worry about it too. At all. So yeah, I mean, it's um, it, it's an unfortunate situation, but hopefully, um, I would like to see him be embraced by Philly and, and play well there. But you got to play well first. You you got to do it first. But that's gonna do it for us this week. We will see you guys next week. Take it easy, everybody. In this league on the sports grid, out. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.